Hey C3, welcome to day 18 of November Fast. Just a few more days, we'll cross that finish line together. But today I wanna to talk to you about the power of praise. There are a lot of things that I've been praying about during November Fast that are unanswered at this point. My confidence is not wavering, but there's a very real difference between where I am today and the distance that will need to be traveled in order for the answers to my prayer to actually land. That's likely also a space that you find yourself in. For all of us, there's a tension between what is and what should be. And if we're not careful, there's some things that we can allow into the equation that might sabotage the good outcome that we're actually praying for. And these are actually very real things that I've had to identify to keep from robbing me of my outcome that I desire. The first thing I have to be on guard of is focusing more on the problem than the solution. In Matthew 14, Peter was in a boat on the lake in the middle of the night, in the middle of a storm, when off in the distance he saw Jesus walking on the water. No bridge, no barge. He was literally walking on the water as if it was a sidewalk. And Peter, struggling with the reality of the boat that he was in might sink in this intense storm, thought to himself, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water, because it looks like that's safer than where I'm in, in the boat. And so Jesus said, come. And the Bible teaches us that Peter got out of the boat, he walked on the water towards Jesus, but it goes on to say that when he saw the wind, he was afraid and he began to sink. Too often before my prayers are answered, I have a tendency to spend just way too much time examining and re-examining my problem. And in a sense, I magnify it and I give it power over me. Those things have a tendency to grow the more that I look at them, and the more that we all look at them, their growing size can eclipse the answers that God is trying to send. Now, fortunately, Peter got his eyes back on Jesus and he cried out, Lord, save me. And Jesus immediately reached out his hand, took hold of him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? You know, when I look at the wrong things, just like Peter, they have a tendency to stir doubt within my heart. And while the problems may still be true, focusing on them too much has a way of exterminating faith. So stop focusing on the problems. I'll say it again, stop focusing on the problem. Second, I have a tendency to spend way too much time talking about the problem. I especially notice this in conversations with my wife. She's the person I would be least guarded with because she's my most trusted confidant. But around her, I have a tendency to rehash the same problem that we both have already discussed and that we're both already praying about. I find that I repeatedly inject the problem back into our atmosphere by bringing it up again and again, and that just further diminishes my faith. It has a way of increasing discouragement. It introduces further negativity into our world, and it's not helpful, and it's just not even necessary. And the truth is, I can do the same thing in my prayer closet. You know, once I've told God what my need is, I don't need to keep rehashing it with him, reminding him of what he needs to do in order for this to all work out. Again, it just pollutes the atmosphere of my faith, and it's so important to not overtalk the negative side of our situations. Now, finally, I have a tendency to lean into backup plans as if the answer is not coming. And while there is wisdom in having a plan B, 
there's a big difference between having a plan and then planning so fervently and frequently, it almost becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. I have a tendency to get the fire escape so well laid out that I stop looking to the mountains from where my help is coming from. Now I find the antidote to this bad behavior is just simply praise. Praise celebrates the provision of God in my past with the expectation of his provision in the future. It thanks God in advance for the good that he's always done and how faithful he's always been. And as I engage in praise, my mind and my mouth and my plans, uh, they just get silenced because I'm too busy with words of praise. Those words of praise and thanksgiving, they it also they charge the atmosphere with faith, kind of like paving a highway for God's supernatural answers to arrive. You know, when your mouth is filled with praise, you don't have time to rehearse the problem over and over. And that's a much better plan for success. Well, thanks for tuning in. Be sure to leave a comment down below. Complete the rest of your November fast commitments. And I look forward to seeing you real soon.